0: You're listening to DJ Nocturna, and I'm speaking with uh, an old friend, actually, and she is an author. And she is, a, she is a research associate at the College of Natural and Applied Sciences at the University of Guam. Yeah, that's right, Guam. And she has, she's an author of a book called Mother Tree. Beautiful book, Olympia. Olympia Tarau. How are you?
1: Oh, hi. <laughs> I'm so happy to talk to you and uh, <laughs> be able to share some insights into Mother Tree with your listeners.
0: I know. I, I, I love this book. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I love that um, it's so easy to read. And I just love what it's about. It's about Mother Nature. It's about the Mother Tree. And I, I learned something new. I actually learned more than that in the, by reading your book. Because, I, I, you know, I, I should know uh, there's a lot of things I do know about Guam uh but there's a lot of things i don't know about guam i didn't even know all these things like i didn't even know these, this particular tree that you're referring to what the book is about um yeah main, i guess what do you call that that's the main um character in the, in the book i guess atisa is that how you pronounce it yeah atisa. Atisa. yeah so so yes. tell us about how how you came up with this um with this imaginative work
1: Well, how i came up with it is uh well because of my work with the college of natural applied sciences i know a lot about invasive species on guam Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh what's happening to the environment because of invasive species and one of the biggest ones is us as humans um but uh, so i was I wanted to write a story that would uh, appeal to young people mm-hmm. to help them fall in love with Mother Nature and want to protect Mother Nature. And so I thought the idea came to me to write it from the point of view of, a tr- of the tree. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And this yeah. tree that's represented here is a Cereanthus Uh that's a scientific name for this tree hadzen Lagu is the name in Chamorro mm-hmm. and um, there's only one mother tree there's only one tree left on Guam I know that's amazing that How'd that has, happen? how that
0: happened how is that only one tree left uh, how many trees did they used to have
1: well I don't we don't really know but it's been the, the population has been decreasing since the 70s oh. and they had a in line to, you know, to uh, promote this tree. It's on the endangered species list. Mm -hmm. But what what has happened is, you know, deer and pigs, you know, in the book there's a mandala of the Mm -hmm. invasive species, uh, even though I never say invasive species in the book. But deer and pigs will eat the seedlings, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, insects eat the seedlings, and then... There's the fact that the environment has been degraded by human activities. You know, uh, Guam was really bombed in the Second World War and was occupied by the Japanese. So the Second World War had a lot, there was a lot of damage sustained by the environment. And, uh, And today still the military are right next to where the old the last mother tree lives uh-huh. up in the northern part of Wau, they're turning the limestone forest mm-hmm. into a firing range
0: yeah yeah i read that yeah so
1: yeah and even though people are against it you know they're uh-huh. still doing
0: it so how did you come up with, with the main character you know with the name uh, like Atisa, and uh what is the what's the, one, what's the name of the bat um, a, oh, Guinefi. Guinefi, yeah. Is that really the name of these things, or, or not? Is it? Is it? <laughs>
1: no, no, no. Those are actually tomorrow names. Oh. For, uh Guinefi is a, 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 the name for a boy.
0: A yeah, a dream. And, it says.
1: Mhm. Yes, and so when I was doing my research for it, um, Guinefi means to dream, but it also it, it also means to. Um, to uh, to well let me go back to atisa Mm -hmm. atisa means to make to intensify or to make a flame brighter Mm -hmm. or to make more of and atisa is trying to make a family because she's the only one there oh so she's i chose atisa for for her and then guenisi uh means to dream and um the the fruit bats are also in- endangered on Guam. There I aren't know. very many
0: left. Oh my god, there's only 40 yeah. left in Guam. I can't believe that. So h- how, how are they preserving? How are they preventing extinction? Because with 40 left, that's, that's really in danger.
1: That's nothing. And uh, yes, well, they are doing funding work for uh, trying to control the brown tree snake. Mm. And the brown tree snake had just immense caused immense damage to the natural environment. You know, it it extirpated, which means there are birds that used to live on Guam that don't live here anymore because they all got eaten by -hmm. the brown tree snake. There were other factors, too, but that was a big factor. And the fanihi, the fruit bats, are the same. The babies are eaten by the brown tree snake. Also, Um. they're... The Fanihi are eaten by people, yeah. so there was, mm-hmm. I think there were unstable hunting practices. And, um, for example, when the Fanihi are hanging out in the daytime, they just hang out in a tree, right? Mm-hmm. All together, a colony. And if the mothers have babies, they have them wrapped up in their, you know, in their wings. Mm-hmm. It's just so precious. But... If there's a disturbance, like let's say somebody comes and shoots a gun or there's a loud noise or something disturbs them, the mothers will fly away like many wild animals do. They just run. Uh, so they'll fly and the babies will drop to the ground.
0: Oh. Oh, that's right. And so, yeah. then you, yeah. ex- you explained that really well in the book about about, you know, the, the loud noise and what happens to the what happens to the right. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and uh, so so we really need to take care of the natural world.
0: Yeah, because definitely. we are
1: we as humans, we are such a, a magnificent, great force on the on the forces of Mother Nature. We really
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, have an effect, and very often it's a detrimental effect.
0: That's right. So the, this tree um, is a, a fire tree. It's a tree in the northern part of Guam, right? Where is this tree now? Yeah. There's only one tree. Where exactly is that in Guam? Like where, like, the location?
1: Okay. It's on the uh, Air Force Base, Anderson oh. Air Force Base. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah and it, it, it's
1: up in the
0: line. Has it been there? Of so it's is, is the only one left and there's nothing else? Nobody, nobody can say there's, ne- there's not a single one in the jungle or anything like that?
1: That's right, because oh. they've done surveys all around Guam to mm-hmm. understand, uh, uh, you know, what what animals and plants we have, and mm-hmm. and yeah, that's the only adult. Now we also have typhoons, yep, um, that affect the plants and animals on the island. And as a matter of fact, about three years ago, there was a big typhoon up in Saipan in the Northern Marianas Islands, mm-hmm. and that was the first time i ever saw a fruit bat just flying in the wild because Mm -hmm. the fruit bats go throughout the islands so if there's no food in rhoda you know they'll go to saipan or they'll come to guam or so that's why in the story Mm -hmm. guanifi goes over to rhoda because there's no The the island
0: of luta right is that what it's called rhoda rhoda is the island of luta right yes yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah. the um oral pronunciation is luta but yeah yeah rotate
0: um, yeah so, so what about um has anybody tried to take uh, seeds of this plant and grow it on their on you know on some you know somewhere else and just uh, take care of it
1: yes there have been uh efforts uh, ongoing efforts to they collect the uh, scientists collect the seeds from the mm-hmm. mother tree mm-hmm. and then um, they germinate them, and they have them in a nursery, and then they do outplanting.
0: Yeah.
1: But, uh, and they, you know, they even protect the plant from deer and insects. Mm-hmm. And, but there, there, ha, there hasn't been a big success with mm. the outplanting, and so they're still trying to research why that, that it has, uh, why that is. So there are scientists working on this at the time. Originally, when I started the book, Mm -hmm. I wanted to have a scientist character. Mm -hmm. But with and with UOG Press, it it went through several reviews, Mm -hmm. and on the second review, basically I had like five stories in in the story I was trying to tell, so I had to. Keep paring it down paring it down and so in this one review it's a blind review the reviewer said that you know there's really good potential but you need to either decide on the science aspect or the fantasy aspect mm. and then just tell a story mm-hmm. and so i went for the fantasy because i wanted the tree the tree was talking to the scientist in uh in the first version or one of the early versions No, you know, I, I love in this version end-
0: I love this version I love the bat you know the use of the bat yeah. and the, the images and this the you know, the illustration is beautiful and that's by Don uh Don rages Don Regis, right
1: yes yeah good friend of mine yeah yeah very talented
0: they're very beautiful pictures I mean i I, I have to take a picture of it and I'm gonna post it on Facebook because it's such a beautiful picture of, there's so many bats in here I'm thinking wow I need to I need to do this <laughs> I <knew> interview
1: <laughs> I knew you'd like the bats. and you know what's really cool Don uh, so did nine for the book it's what and I have the paintings in my house so I feel like I'm living inside my book it's really fun oh
0: so you actually have these uh, this original paintings in your house Oh wow! Okay, wow, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I was reading. I was reading about this 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 Hayun right? Is that how you pronounce it? Hayun yagu Hayzen, Hayzen Lago. Oh, Hayzen Lago. Okay, so it says that it provides us for food, medicine, and keeps the air clean. How is it medicinal? Is that what is that Um. What? Yeah, in the past.
1: It, it was used medicinally. I oh. understood that it was used medicinally, but I don't know exactly. Now, uh, Elsa Demenier was the uh, Cerianthus uh, consultant, so and mm-hmm. she's a scientist, and she does ethnobotany.
0: Yeah, okay. And
1: um, yeah, and so in her research, she found that it has been used medicinally.
0: But oh, mm-hmm.
1: Now, the healers are not using it, but I don't know, but in the past, I guess, there's a record that
0: mm-hmm. they have Oh, used the soriano. What are they called? The healers? Soriano? I don't uh, know. Uh,
1: those, those, uh, well, Amat is the mm. natural herbal medicine, mm-hmm. and they, they have several names, but Surahano is one of
0: them. Oh, okay. That's and, a, and this plant has, a, has beautiful pink flowers. I'm looking at the flowers yes. here. Yeah, so the only place yes, that this so is yeah, available, the only besides that one location, is in Rhoda.
1: Yes, but oh. they're trying to find out through DNA studies, genetic studies, uh, if they're actually how closely related the trees in Rhoda and Aluta, or mm-hmm. Rhoda and the trees in Guam, uh, the, the tree in Guam. How they, how closely related they are,
0: oh. because
1: you know, um, with using genetics and mm-hmm. DNA to study plants, they they've, they've found a lot of differences, like in the DNA, so that the, the morphology, not just the way the plant looks, mm-hmm. uh, because in the past, that's what we had, you know, the characteristics of the plant, but being able to do DNA studies, we can find that actually this plant is not very related to another plant or is more mm-hmm. closely related so they're trying to understand that right now. And that was the science part I wanted to talk about. Uh-huh. The science, uh, the scientists working to discover the relationship between these plants.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. So um, what about the, the, the ayuyu, the coconut crab? There's not that many left in, in, in the island?
1: Well, you know, not compared to how it used to be. And that's why I have Mamaisa, the character of the azuzu. Mm -hmm. that's why when he's going up the tree to get to because he smells something with his antenna and and atisa says you know watch out for snakes and he's like i don't have to worry about snakes i just have to worry about humans yeah Mm -hmm.
0: you know only yeah So
1: because of fat loss Mm -hmm. you know animals need a place to roam around and find food and if there's more and more shopping centers or hotels right. or you know parking lots there's less and less nature for them to forage in
0: yeah that's very true yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's a sad thing yeah because the, these these uh, animals are part of Guam you know so the birds what are, what birds are left in the island i know there's um i know that's well, been diminishing for a while
1: yes and, um, well, and actually the truth is we are having some success in reintroducing the Cocoa Bird. And mm-hmm. the Cocoa Bird is, that's what our next book is going to be about, actually. Oh. Uh, and the Cocoa Bird been reintroduced to, now that's a, a rail, it's a, a land bird. It doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. They're so beautiful. And it's been, You may, remember Cocos Island? the small Yeah. Island on yeah. The south is that still
0: around? Top? Is that still there? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. That uh,
1: still there, and that's where they got rid of all the rats and the snakes on that island, and they try to protect it, and they've reintroduced cocoa birds there.
0: Oh. So, cocoa birds can survive there because the snakes can't get there, right? Is that, is that what it is?
1: Exactly. Oh,
0: okay. Wow. Well, that's good. But, you know, yeah. you've got to get rid of those snakes first, I think. <laughs> God. There's so many of them, right? they're overpopulating the island
1: I've had one in my bed when I was sleeping
0: oh my gosh uh, and they get and they get pretty, <laughs> yeah, and they get they get big and long I know that um, yes. yes
1: yeah but scientists are working on that uh, now as well
0: so um, this is is this book this book is meant to be a children's book
1: well actually I I wanted it to be a children's book, but for children of all ages.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Kind
1: of like, you know, kind of like other books, it's like, I love children's books, and when some books, they're really geared to just little children. But some books are for kids, but also for adults that still have that childlike heart.
0: Or like me, yeah.
1: Yeah, like (laughs) you, and like me, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, we'll never grow up. Yeah, and um, so I like to think of that—the book, like, like for people like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, no. <clears throat>
1: so <clears throat> probably like, third grade. Well, you know, it really depends. And you know, I did a virtual reading. UOG Press set that up. And then one, and then they had these kids. That way, we did it on Zoom. And then they had these kids asking questions. So I read the story, and then the kids got to ask questions oh, that's and good. listen to this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and this, this is one boy. He goes, "Well, um, why couldn't Atisa just talk to the deer uh, and tell him not to eat her seedlings?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kids say the darnest things.
1: Mean, <laughs> I know. I mean, that's really thinking mm-hmm. about things, right? Mm-hmm. I, I love. It. Yeah, you, I could send you the link to that. It was we did it on Facebook Live. I think it was.
0: I think this book should be should be um, you know put out in schools to, for kids to read <laughs> because I think it's really good. It's really good for them to know about the ecosystem of Guam.
1: Yes, thank you so much. It's kind of a little bit of a niche because it does focus on Guam and uh, like a lot of people in the States don't know about Guam. But my sister-in-law's sister sister is a librarian in a school and so she's ordered it for her library. So that's
0: pretty cool. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) That's good, yeah. Yeah,
1: and a lot of... Heard from a lot of Chamorro people who, you know, left Guam and live in the states that are that are friends, and then they r- heard about the book and then they bought it. And it's just imagine, you know, it's from a small island that you're from, and it's a story about animals and plants on your island. So they're really thrilled about it, and
0: I'm mm-hmm. so happy. Yeah, congratulations on this new book. It's a great book, and it's, uh, I really enjoyed reading it. There's a there's a, a glossary in the back about definitions of words and it kind of gives you a little background on the on the panihi that's the, the bat the yuyu which is the crab uh the coconut crab and of course the 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 haiyun yagu um lagu um i hope i'm pronouncing that right okay yeah that one <laughs> and uh, you know and, and of course you you did such great work you've been living in guam for 30 years over 30 years and i, w- I know you've always loved um plants and the ecosystem and how to uh, you know animals and and this is a great it's a great book um, I love the illustration by Don Lee rages and a uh, big shout out to her and you know thank you so if people wanted to order this book how can they get a copy I know it's an Amazon right
1: it's a, they can look up mother tree on amazon.com um, uh, and that's probably the easiest way to get it mm-hmm. is to go to amazon.com Okay. Um, and then uh, you can, uh, if you're on Guam, you can go to the UOG bookstore, the University of Guam bookstore, and, and buy it there. And all the local bookstores on Guam have the, have the book.
0: Okay. Amazon.com. Mother Tree by Olympia yeah. Charao. Thank you so much, uh, Olympia, for, for, for doing this interview with me. It's a great interview. Thank you for sharing this uh, wonderful uh, book.
1: Thank you so much. And, you know, Hawaii, we, we really need to, uh, Hawaii has their own issues with invasive species, so I think mm-hmm. that uh, people in Hawaii will would embrace this as well.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. All right. Yeah,
1: because one of the important things about the brown tree snake on Guam is keeping it out of Hawaii with flights and, you know, things like that.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Sometimes they get stuck on the plane, <laughs> and then uh, I don't know. They, they they catch them and then they get rid of them. But you know, I don't know what they do. But yeah, yeah. We we don't have snakes here, and thank God, you know, um, because I I do know the importance of birds here. We have to keep our bird pop- population and the other animals that we have. We have um, yeah. We have we have many different types of birds, beautiful birds. Um, yes. And we, and we have we also have our own bats. We have bats here as well um and owls and are they things. fruit bats um you know i don't know what kind of bats they are i, I know they're bats um i know they're cute bats <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for yeah um i just
1: to i just want to encourage people to look out go out into nature and enjoy what she has to offer because you can't find it anywhere else and work to save and I know uh, the people of Hawaii are also wanting to save their environment and keep it pristine and and uh, because that's what supports us.
0: Mhm, absolutely. So, right.
1: Thank you. so thank much you for
0: Thank you, Olympia. For
1: Thank you, and I will talk to you another time, yeah. uh, maybe my next book.
0: That's right. <laughs>